This podcast is brought to you by the College of Nursing at Brigham Young University. For more information about its programs, faculty, students, or alumni events, please visit nursing.byu.edu. Have you ever wanted to serve your country while utilizing your nursing skills and knowledge? Do you want to know how to polish off your resume while applying for a job? Then stick around and find out how you can stand out from the crowd. Hey everyone, I'm Eliza Joy. And I'm Ryan Larson. Together we will explore nursing careers and professional insights. With exclusive interviews for nurses working in jobs that you want to know about. Transferring info from one nurse to another. This is the College Handoff. Welcome back to the College Handoff. Today, we hear from two nursing recruiters. First, Amber Brennan of the Veterans Health Administration in Salt Lake City shares tips for working with their organization and ways you can find employment, even while still a student. Second, Hadley Rose of Enzyme Services discusses giving nurses leadership positions to make important decisions about the centers where they work. Let's begin. We're here with Amber Brennan. She works at the VA hospital in Salt Lake City as a recruiter, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about what the environment at the VA looks like for nurses. Amber, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, we're so happy to have you, Amber. Maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about your background. We know that you're working at the VA now, but maybe work backwards and tell us about how you got your start in nursing. I am the nurse recruiter for the Salt Lake VA. I am actually a nurse myself. I started as a floor nurse on telemetry floor. Uh, After a couple of years, I moved to the OR. I spent quite a significant amount of my time in the operating room as an RN uh, before going into administration. I've also been adjunct faculty at some local colleges. I was uh, adjunct faculty at Westminster for a few years and found that to be a whole lot of fun to teach the next generation of nurses. Well, that's fun being able to work as a faculty, adjunct faculty for a couple of different organizations. That's really exciting. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what your roles, um, what your role is with the VA clinic and what uh, your job typically looks like? So as the nurse recruiter, I help with recruitment for nurses. I have a lot of oversight over our turnover, retention rates, um, Pay tables, government pay tables are very different than the private sector. So the way a lot of this is done is is very different um, because we are still a government organization at the VA. Uh, There's a lot of uh, programs we have for students that I do a lot of recruiting for. We have everything from uh, student nurse programs where you can come get a job while you're a student nurse at the VA. Uh, to programs for nurses who have just graduated, just become RNs. We have residency programs for new NPs, uh, both for primary care, family practice, and for mental health. Um, A lot of great programs that I help recruit for to get students into. Well, that's great that you're in touch with all those programs and you know a little bit about, I imagine, a little bit of everything so you know how to help students out. Maybe specifically for our nursing students, why might maybe potentially one of our new graduates or current nursing students, um, why might they want to work at the VA hospital? Well, I think one of the greatest things is serving our veterans. They're a great population to work for. They're um, 
actually very different and unique in a lot of ways, especially when we go into mental health aspects of things that our soldiers and veterans have had to go through for us. Uh, and again, everything our veterans have done has been for the greater good of our nation. So it is an honor to serve these people, as well as a lot of the federal benefits are very enticing. I would say um, the VA does a lot to try and prevent burnout, which can be a huge problem in clinical nursing. Um, nurses get five weeks of vacation right off the bat at the VA. So you you earn quite a significant amount of leave and you have a separate sick bank. Um, all of this is really to help prevent nursing burnout. Actually, if you get too much leave saved up in your leave bank, you get to what's called use it or lose it, where they're forcing you to go take your leave because burnout in the nursing profession is a huge thing. And I don't think, uh, I know that I've started seeing more things out about preventing nursing burnout and things to help nurses. Uh, but I think the VA does a great job at trying to prevent burnout in our nurses. I wish more organizations would follow our lead. Maybe on the other side of things, though, in, in terms of actually recruiting nurses, uh, what types of things do you look for in potentially new graduates, maybe from our program that might be graduating in the near future, um, or maybe even current nursing students? What are some of the things you're looking for for potential applicants? So we do have student nursing positions, and I've been surprised I haven't been getting a whole lot of takers on that. So. I guess we just need to get the awareness out there that we have student nurse technician positions. Um, I believe it kind of the Utah state with COVID started doing the nurse apprentice program. Well, we've had student nurse technician positions for years before the student nurse apprentice program, um, which the student nurse technician position is meant to be similar to that, uh, except for we can take a person who just got into nursing school and put them in a student nurse technician position and grow them up. Um, great program to get into while you're in school. Often the, they only require you to work one shift a week uh, while you're in school. We have a Valor nursing program for students um, that are have completed their junior year of nursing program. And it's meant to be a 400 hour over the summer, like intensive clinical where you're with a nurse getting to do uh, things that you would do at your normal nursing clinicals. And we pay you to come do that. Uh, so w that's a really great program. Um, then we also have programs. We have our post-bachelor nurse residency for when nurses graduate and they finish their bachelor's degree in nursing. This is an entry-level program that rotates you through all different areas in the hospital uh, to give you experience. It's a great program, especially if you're not 100% on where you want to land. So people go who want to, are interested in possibly intensive care, ED, med surge. Uh, we even pull people into PACU and primary care at times. It's a great program to see a wide variety of nursing to determine where you want to go. And then for people eventually down the road, if you want to get an uh, advanced degree and become a nurse practitioner, uh, you we have residency programs for people who've gone to school for those. Maybe... As far as if I am a student, I am trying to apply and I'm going to be sending you an application in the next couple months. What are some things that you find that helps an application stick out uh, above the rest? Well, I will be honest, 
for a when you apply to government positions, it's very different than the private sector. We we are very much not into the one page resume. We want all the information. So in a normal government resume for people who've worked for the government for a while, you will see multi-page resumes. And they want really specific information about everything you've done, like listed out. So I would, if you're applying for any sort of federal nursing position, highly recommend a more detailed resume and don't try to limit pages so that you can get the information in there. I, For people who have been nurses for a while, I've seen 30-page resumes and we read it all. So... Uh, be highly specific about things you've done. Don't try to limit yourself to one page when you're trying to get into, if you're trying to get into a federal nursing position. Um, also be very specific about timelines, dates. Uh, it's very key when you're applying to have um, month and year on all dates for like start and stop, experience, uh, graduation dates. Those things that if you don't include on your resume, uh, HR won't send you forward to a hiring manager. So it, it's very different than what you, what advice you get when you're applying to jobs in the private sector. Wow. Interesting. I, I never really considered that there'd be a big difference in cover letter and resume styles between the private sector and the public sector. That's, that's a really insightful observation. Thanks for mentioning that. I hope our, our student nurses take note of that. It's super important. What about interviewing? Um, what types of tips do you have for potential people that might be interviewing with you in the future? So the federal government in general really recommends and wants all their agencies to be using what's called performance-based interviewing. And you can actually go onto usajobs.gov and get uh, interviewing tips about doing performance-based interviewing. Uh, It's really based on, they want you to give, they'll ask you questions to try and get get you to give them specific examples of things you've done in the past. the whole idea with performance-based interviewing is people are, things that they've done in the past, they're most likely to repeat those same behaviors. So uh, they, they want to hear those specific examples. So having things in mind of things that you have already done that show you in a positive light is always great to have on hand and in the front of your mind before you go in for an interview. Now, I want to turn a little bit now to your role in this. We've talked a lot about what the applicants might be doing. What does your role look like as a a VA recruiter in the hiring process? So my specific role, um, there are a few things that we do have to check when we do, like, I'll go and collect resumes outside of the normal USA jobs, federal posting. Um, We get a lot of people that end up getting intimidated by that process because it's it's not as straightforward or easy as going to Indeed. Um, I will collect resumes or interest in a lot of different ways. I'm on LinkedIn. I am uh, going to Indeed and I'll put posts up to try and gather people who are interested in working for the VA and kind of help guide them towards how to get it on board. I, I'm happy to answer any questions if people reach out to me. All my contact information is listed on the Salt Lake VA webpage under careers. My, my stuff is my email, my work phone is all on there for people to reach out to me with questions about applying or uh, questions about resumes. I'm always happy to answer them. Um, some things that, that you do have to have 
which for BYU is not a problem if you've graduated from there. You do have to graduate from an accredited nursing program. Um, and the program has to be accredited by the time at the time you graduate. Um, that you do have to have a, a RN license that is in good standing, uh, be a U.S. citizen, and speak English. Really, are the requirements that are screened for before you're sent forward to a hiring manager. Huh. Interesting. It's a very uh, simple and, and straightforward forward process that you guys have develop, developed there. Now, once a nursing student or a nurse is actually in and working with the VA, the VA is huge. They have VAs all across the country. Can they transfer or is every VA kind of run at a different you know, state or county level or, or how does moving from one hospital to other work? So interesting fact, the VA is actually the largest healthcare organization in the country. And once you've gotten into the system, you can transfer to any other VA. Of course, you when you transfer, you still have to apply and get selected by a hiring manager at the other facility. But all your benefits, all your time in service, all of that transfers with you to that new facility. So it is hugely beneficial if you're planning to want to roam around the nation because there's just about a VA almost every state you go to. Wow. I guess that seems super obvious to me now, but I never really realized the VA is the largest uh, healthcare network in the, in the United States. And so that's a lot of different opportunities that nurses have as they're maybe considering where they would like to go and move around. It sounds like there's lots of flexibility there, which is really great. Um, when someone starts working at the VA hospital, what do they expect? What does that onboarding process look like? The initial onboarding process is very lengthy and requires a whole lot of paperwork. It is, I will say, when I started at the VA, it was the most painful hospital to get on board with. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's terrible. Um, but once you are on board, like we already talked about, it's easier to transfer between facilities. They don't ask for all that paperwork again. One of the key reasons why it's so difficult and lengthy to get on board is you get a government security clearance in this whole process. So even as a regular staff RN on the floors of the VA, you have a government security clearance. So that's partly why it takes so much to get on board. There's also the nurse credentialing process. Um, they do screen and vet nurses very closely at the VA. Um, they put a lot of effort into it to make sure that we do have the best clinical staff possible to serve our veterans. Well, Amber, I want to thank you so much. That's about all the time that we have to talk with you today. But Thank you so much for talking with us and sharing a little bit about uh, what life is like uh, at the VA hospital. Yeah, no problem. I've enjoyed sharing. Hey friends, as a reminder, students visiting the Nursing Learning Center must wear closed toe shoes as safety protection. If you forget, don't worry, you can check out a fashionable pair from the circulation desk. Okay, so today we have Hadley Rose um, from Enzyme Services. She's a recruiter, um, and she's going to tell us a little bit about um, what she does. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here. And as you said, my name is Hadley Rose, and I'm with Enzyme Services, and I am the director of our recruiting and retention team. Um, we are a large organization that actually... We have 250 facilities nationwide that are Enzyme affiliated locations. 
Um, whereas Enzyme Services provides resources to those 250 locations nationwide, large post-acute, long-term care, a skilled nursing industry. So, um, can you tell me a little bit about what post-acute care is? Yes. So post-acute care is patients come into the hospital and they are they might have to have surgery or um, they have a fall and there's some injury, but they need long-term or longer-term rehabilitation. So they come to us after they're at the hospital. The hospital discharge them to our location where we have therapy for an extended amount of time, depending on their acuity and and their goals. We in our all of our facilities, our goal is to get them to the prior level of functioning when they entered our facility or before they went to the hospital. Um, so that's kind of what post-acute care is. Uh, it's also a mix of long-term care. There's individuals that need care for a longer amount of time and they are with us for what could be years depending on how acute they are and their Mm -hmm. clinical needs but post-acute care is around the clock nursing services um and very high acuity acuity which is nice for nurses to be able to experience that what makes enzyme services unique and um as far as opportunities that it provides learning experiences yeah, so with Enzyme Services, I think it's our mission to dignify long-term care in the eyes of the world. And it's not something we just say, but it's something we absolutely believe and and try to live out every single every single day. And we know that to be able to do that, it's it's building leaders. I would say that we are a leadership company that happens to be in healthcare. So finding those individuals that are curious and want to learn and want to grow, they they thrive in our organization because we cultivate these these facilities that they have that opportunity, right? Our leaders are looking to take the LPN who's interested in getting their RN and helping them through that path. Um, CNAs to LPN, I mean, we have many different programs to help people with their nursing careers. And beyond that, we have a lot of leadership opportunities. People always think of bedside care when they think about nursing, but there's also leadership, nursing leadership that we have. We've got clinical director of nursing services, and we've got um, MDS and wound care and infection preventionists. We have a lot of different leadership roles. And so finding our company is very much let's grow internally. Let's find that talent and then let's help them grow internally. Whatever their career goals are, let's help them reach that. So I think what really sets us apart is just being people oriented um, and knowing that if we put our employees first and develop leaders, our residents and our patients will get the care that they need. mentioned earlier that you're um, in charge of recruiting, but also retention. And um, you touched on this a little bit in your last answer, but um, what do you focus on with retention? Like um, you mentioned supporting people in their career goals, but um, what are some other ways that um, nurses can be, will be supported if they work with Enzyme Services? Yeah. So retention, that's why I always like to say it's recruiting and retention Mm -hmm. because you can recruit all day, but it's retaining the the talent right mm-hmm. and having high engaged employees and the way we do that is definitely through leadership development ensuring that 
our staff are taken care of, that our nurses are taken care of, because in nursing, it is probably the most giving industry there is. The compassion that they have, and they give everything they are. The sacrifices I think of that have been made during the year of COVID in 2020, and and even now as it continues, is really insane. I mean, leaving family for months on end, um, it's just a very giving industry. And so to be able to have a company that has your back and is willing to sacrifice for you as well, that's what we try to do, right? Create that safe place so that you can give your best care as a nurse. And not only that, but if you can give your best care as a nurse and leave feeling like you've helped someone, it also helps as you go home and you have other roles outside, which are important to society, right? As parents, as neighbors, as friends, as family members, if we have a great place that we love to work and we feel like we're taken care of by our leaders and our direct supervisors. We're able to go home and kind of multiply that in the way that we interact with people outside of work as well. What are specific things that you're looking for in applicants to Enzyme Services? What are some things that make people stand out or what kind of traits are you looking for? I would say the number one trait is curiosity. Mm. If you're able to come in and be curious and ask questions, you are going to succeed no matter what you do, right? Even outside of nursing, that curiosity is huge. It takes a level of vulnerability, but that's where you're going to be able to grow. And I find that I, I ran a nursing home uh, here in Salt Lake City for a few years before I took this position. And my best staff members were ones who just came in and asked a lot of questions. And our director of nursing was amazing. And you'll see this with a lot of our, our leaders is that they don't just give the answer, but they're also there to support and bounce yeah. those ideas back, back and forth, right? So that the nurse has an opportunity to take an intelligent risk, so to speak. So curiosity is huge. Uh, the ability to love and be compassionate which again, most individuals that go into nursing, that is a core element of who they, yeah, it's just who they are, I feel. So, and that is a large, large piece. And I would say beyond that is there is a skill set, but that can be learned. Again, if you're curious, you can, you can learn and pick up any, anything for the most part. Um, And then also our core values, the acronym is CAPLICO. So, but some of those are accountability and ownership. I think if you are able to be accountable to some of the decisions that you make and have that ownership, we really look for individuals who can come in and be like, okay, if I was the leader of this facility, how would I treat this resident? How would I treat this other staff member? And you find that trait. And I would say those traits are traits of leaders. And that's ultimately what we look for. Leadership isn't a title. It is something that people develop within themselves. It's the traits and who we are inside of work as well as outside of work. Yeah. Yeah, So I would say it's, those are kind of the traits that we're, that we're looking for. So you mentioned you have 250 facilities around the U S. What facilities do you have like in Utah and in this area? So in Utah, we have close to 20 facilities. Wow. Yeah, we've got many opportunities from St. George to Ogden. And here close by, we have Provo Rehab. We've got Orem Rehab. 
We have Point Meadows, which is in Lehigh. And then we've got a Draper facility and then a cluster of them that are in Salt Lake. Five different facilities and it's City Creek Post-Acute, Paramount Health and Rehab, St. Joseph Villa. We've got Holiday Healthcare and we've got actually a psych unit that's a Marion. It's at St. Joseph Villa, but it's our Marion Center. So a lot of different opportunities. And even within those facilities, some of those facilities are trach and vent. They have trach and vent patients. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them do in-house dialysis. They have a wide range of care that they give. And then the population of those that they care for is it varies, which is really fun because you go into every facility. And I always say every facility has its own personality, which <laughs> really is cool. really, really fun. So if you don't jibe with one of them, you usually can go into another facility. And you're like, OK, yep, <laughs> this is my home. You usually can find a home within our organization. If we have listeners who are maybe interested in applying to Enzyme Services, um, what's a way they can do that? So. All of our facilities are individually ran. So you could obviously go to any of the facility pages, but you're not going to know that, right? With how large Mm -hmm. we are, you're not going to know 250 different facility names. So enzymegroup.net is our holding company, so to speak. And under the careers tabs and Enzyme affiliated locations will list all of the locations nationwide. So you're able to click on, say it is Utah, click on the location that you're interested in, It will link you to their careers page and you can see the open positions that way. I would love to hear from anyone and any questions that you have. I my email work email is hrose. So H-R-O-S-E at enzyneservices.net. So I can be reached on my email also through LinkedIn. Hadley Rose and Hadley is two E's, not (laughs) E-Y like it commonly is. And through LinkedIn's also my personal email as well as my cell phone number. So super informal. However, people want to contact me. I just would love to help individuals find their passion. If it happens to be in here in this industry, I would love to help help them get started. Well, thank you so much for um, being on our show today, Hadley. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Eliza. I'm super impressed with talking to Amber. It sounds like there's some really awesome partnerships between the VA clinic and the College of Nursing that our students are really going to benefit from. We should mention one thing that Amber talked about off air that's super important and really cool is that they have a Valor program, which allows third semester nursing students to get paid work during the summer. A great way to practice your nursing skills, even while you're not in school and get money for it. Yeah, um, I know that we're coming out with a blog post about the Valor program in the next couple of weeks. So everyone keep your eyes out for that if you're interested. What I liked a lot about um, Hadley and the Enzyme Group is that each center has the independence to make their own decisions. I think that's amazing. And I think that's why our students like working there so much. Yeah, I think one of the benefits of being a nursing student in the Provo area for BYU's College Nursing is that the College of Nursing is super interconnected with all the different organizations and hospitals and nursing providers out there in the community. And so nursing students can feel like they're actually making a difference with the real patients that live in the community around them. Well, friends, that's all we have for you this week. Don't forget to tune into our podcast next week. As you all know, we'll be out next Tuesday. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Have a good one. See you next week. See you next week.